All right now, for honest, reading the Bible consistently can be a challenge, but it's never too late to start, and we're in this together. This is the Join the Journey podcast. Thanks for joining. I'm so excited to be with you today. My name is Hannah Stobbs, and I'm a part of the Watermark Institute, but I serve on the Join the Journey team, and I'm excited to be in here interviewing my friend, Molly Zina. Hi, everyone. I'm Molly Zina. I'm a junior at Preston One, and I'm just happy to be here. Molly, I'm so glad that you're here. You're ear-to-ear grinning, which is the <laughs> best way to podcast. If you're not smiling, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. That's exciting. Literally. Molly, what do you like to do for fun? When you're not in the podcast studio, you're not serving at church— where do I find you? What are you up to? Hanging out with my friends, for sure. Are you coffee Always. shop hanging out with your friends? Are we games? Like, what um, are we doing? Probably, like, extroverted activities, I guess you could say. Extroverted like. activities. Mm-hmm. So am I catching you and your friends ever doing a puzzle? No. Am I ever catching you and your friends, like, looking at art? No. It is. We're on we're, the go. Yes. We're just go, go, go. That's fine. Yes. So speaking of go, 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 you're living your life. Can you fill me in a little bit about your walk with Jesus? How'd you come to know Jesus? How'd you start following mm-hmm. him? And where are you serving today? What's going on? Yes. So I grew up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. My parents always like portrayed the love that God had for me very well through their actions. Yeah. But I always was a pretty anxious person and always like wanting control, I guess, especially during freshman year. Um, that was like a big struggle in my life. And so through these past few years, I've just been working on trusting in the Lord that He knows what's best for me and that wherever He's taking me, like, He's going to be there with me. And so, yeah, it's just been a great way to learn His love for me and His the peace that comes with walking with Him. That's awesome. And you serve also on lead team. Yes. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So we meet once a month. Yeah. Once a month on Sundays. And you have, like, a group and two leaders, and you talk about, like, being a leader in your school or people that you're around. So, yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a 40-year-old to be a leader in your (laughs) environment. You can be a leader anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's so cool. And Molly, we are so pumped that you're here with us today. And if you're new to the podcast, Shoreline is our high school ministry that meets in different types of gatherings every Wednesday. Sometimes it's small groups. Sometimes it's here on campus at Watermark to help students grow in their walk with Jesus. And like Molly just said, you don't have to be an adult to be a leader and to grow in your walk. It can happen even in high school. So mm-hmm. again, Molly, we're pumped that you're here. Yes, so, I'm so excited. And I'm excited to hear your, what you learned from Proverbs chapter 9. So there are two verses that we're going to really tunnel vision on and really dive into. But the whole proverb compares two different people. It's the way of wisdom versus the way of folly. But I love that we're focusing on the way of wisdom mm-hmm. instead of the way of folly. Because ultimately, we can learn about what's wrong or like the wrong things to do but it's better to change your life to focus on what we should be doing in ways we should be living. So I'm going to read verse 2, and then can you fill us in on what you learned about it? Does yes, that sound good? of okay. course. So Proverbs chapter 9, verse 2 says this. She has slaughtered her beast, and she has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. So Molly, do you want me to read verse 1 and verse 2? Do you think that would help? Yes, out? of Because who is she, and why is she slaughtering <laughs> all of these animals? So let me try again. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 1 through 2 tells us this. Wisdom has built her house. So the her is wisdom. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. So Molly, fill us in on this woman, wisdom, has done all of these things. So what does she have going on? Can you tell us about that? Well, when I was reading this, I was a little bit confused at first. So it took a little bit to understand what it was saying. For sure. But whenever I did kind of understand it, was I kind of got that it was like, when this person is becoming wise, she's dying to her old self and like destroying the sins or the temptations that were within her. Like she yep. slaughtered her beast. She has hewn her seven pillars. Uh-huh. And I just think that that like shows that 
when we become wise, we have to die to our old ways that we used to live. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the things she's doing, they're things that are difficult. If we're going to live a life that's wise and discerning and honoring to the Lord, we're going to have to do hard things. When I was studying in my ESV Bible, it said this. It said, a commentator says it this way. The description of wisdom's house, which she builds with seven pillars, her preparations, which is all of verse two, is a picture of prudence, strength, riches, and honor that is described. So she's not living a lifestyle that's casual about things, but no, I'm going to make good decisions that might be hard for the glory of God and the edifying of other people. So then we continue when we find out more about this lifestyle in verse seven. So let me read verse seven and then can you fill us in about that one? So Proverbs nine, verse seven tells us this, whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. So Molly, tell us a little bit about that passage. What stuck out to you there? So verse seven kind of mentions getting rejected socially. Kind of. Yeah. As some people might be around people who are scoffers and find themselves getting mocked as they try to, I guess, lead the people in the right direction. Okay. Um, but scoffers, I think that foolish people and scoffers are very different. Foolish people I'm- are unaware that they are foolish. They're unaware of how to walk in truth, while scoffers know what the truth is and yeah. decline it and go and do their own thing. Yeah. And honestly, I feel more bad for a scoffer than mm-hmm. I think for, you said scoffer, and what's the other description? Where foolish. You, in foolish, because a scoffer, it's, you know what's wise. I think of people that know about God and have learned about God their whole life, yet they make the choice to walk away. Like, I, that is like devastating. It makes me sad thinking about how you could have the opportunity to know and live a wise life. Like we get in verses 1 through 12, you have the opportunity, but you make a choice to walk away. I mean, but I'm encouraged as we continue. It says verse eight, verse nine, it says, do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. And sadly, a lot of times scoffers, like we've just said, turn away from God. Like I'm not going to mm-hmm. follow him. I'm not going to do what he wants. But when you give instruction to someone that's wise, that's following after God, normally, verse 9, give instruction and he will be wiser. Like you you even said this as we were talking, like no one ever arrives, right? Like in our walk with Jesus, we're still learning. So if you're on the podcast and you're a high schooler or you're 40 or you're 50 or you're 90, there is always room to grow mm-hmm. in our knowledge of God and our wisdom of God. So my last question for you is, as we're reading this passage, what is the big takeaway for you? If you had to pick favorite verse from the passage, what stuck out, something you got to chew on the rest of the day, what are you telling our audience? I'd say my favorite verse is verse 10 that says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom yep. and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Kind mm-hmm. of like how you were saying earlier, just like we get to know more and more about the Lord and there's more and more to learn. Like yeah. it's just crazy that it's never ending. Every single day I can learn more and more about the Lord and yep. He's there's not an expiration date of how much I can know about Him. Like it's never, ever ending. So. That's amazing. And so often we can have seasons in our life where we choose to not learn, but I love what you just said. Like, making wise decisions stack on each other and making foolish decisions stack. But sometimes I think we tunnel vision on foolish decisions, like don't do bad things, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you make wise decisions to fear the Lord and trust him, like verse nine says, you can grow in your wisdom and living a more godly life and living a life that trusts in him more and seeking him more. And that verse 10, you just said, the knowledge of the Holy One who is God, that is ultimate insight in your heart and in your life, which is so amazing. So Molly, thank you so much for being with us and for sharing what God has taught you. Of course. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. 
Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.